the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross, we're brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, June 2nd, 10-10 on the East Coast, here to break down the player props for NBA Finals Game 1. It felt like an eternity since we've had basketball, but it's finally here. Game 1 tips off tonight between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors, and here to break down some player props with me. Usually on Wednesdays, it's my main man that does it both on and off the court for SGPN. Also hosts his own YouTube daily show, so make sure to check him out there. It's Scott Studio, Rachel. Scott, how you doing, my man? Doing pretty well. Happy that the NBA Finals are finally starting. It feels like Game 7 was about three weeks ago Yeah, between <laughs> the Celtics and the Heat. But as a whole, happy to be here, and hopefully we have a good game tonight. Yeah, hopefully uh, we do have a great game. I know a lot of the games um, leading up to the NBA Finals had been blowouts, but I think hopefully we get a more of a competitive series. I think we will. Uh, It seems like these are more evenly matched teams here Mm -hmm. uh, in the NBA. Um, Anything else? I know we we talked a lot on the NBA Gambling Podcast about NBA Finals. We gave out our official picks. We put out on our Twitter, but... Have you noticed anything else outside of the uh, NBA Finals going around in the NBA? Um, I know we didn't talk about the Mike Brown hire, but I don't think I want to get into that right now. But have you? Uh, well, have you changed your mind? Because we talked have. about that separately, and I thought it was an <laughs> I thought it was an atrocious hire, and yeah. you thought it wasn't that bad. And ha- have you been swayed by the only two games that Brown coached after you said your initial thoughts? I think I'm gonna wait until I see what they do with their draft pick. They have the fourth pick, right, uh, in this year's draft, I believe? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, so let's see how they botch that, and then uh, I'll probably make uh, make my assessment there. But, yeah, with, with Mike Brown, um, those two games with uh, the Golden State Warriors as the head man while Steve Kerr was out with COVID, um, yeah, wasn't very, wasn't very promising. I know uh, Steph Curry had that joke, and it seemed like they all got traded to the Sacramento Kings after one of the games, but um, – yeah, it'll be interesting times in Sacramento. I don't don't expect a lot from them. Uh, they always find a way to fumble the ball there in uh, Sacramento. But uh, anything else, Scott, before we get into the player props? I feel like the one thing I do want to ask, since it involves the finals, but you can't really find any player props on these players yet. Uh-huh. Do you think that Gary Payton second, Andre Godala, and Otto Porter are all going to play in game one? Because they've all had almost full practices, if not entirely full practices leading up to game one. Mm-hmm. But do you think Kerr just rips the bandit off and brings all of them back at the same time? I would, if I had to rank it, I would probably go, you see Gary Payton for sure. 
I think prob- goes Peyton, Iguodala, Porter. Oh, you think so? I was going to go Porter and then Iguodala. From what I've heard, it seems like Iguodala is a bit further along okay. in the recovery process. Okay. So that's kind of why I assume as much. Okay. Because Porter has been in and out of the lineup where he's had a couple of lingering injuries. Sure. So I think he might be last in confidence for me. Okay. But even Porter being last is probably at 50%. So I, yeah. I do think you'll end up seeing all three, mm-hmm. but we'll see. And I guess my question that I have for you, since they are role players, but since Boston does have a decent amount of, let's just say, length on the wings, and now you have three extra guys you could use as perimeter defenders, mm-hmm. do you think all three of them together are worth a certain amount of points of point spread because of how they can each take turns defending? Tatum and Brown. Uh, yeah, I would probably, uh, I would probably put it at, I wouldn't put too much stock into it. Maybe not too much, but maybe a point. Yeah. I was going to say a point, um, one and a half max. I think that's even being generous. So one and a half, but I think a point is they're worth it on, on the line for sure. Between all three of those guys, especially the point that you, brought up of how they can defend, right? You don't need them on the offensive end. I know, you know, Porter can knock down a three-point shot here and there. Same thing with Gary Payton, but I think they're more importantly, obviously, defensively uh, for the Golden State Warriors. So I'll probably put that point. I agree. But I was just curious because we already know Golden State might lack a little bit of size on the interior. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to wing defending, mm-hmm. they really do have a lot of guys because yeah. the, you have those three who I think are going to play in game one, if Clay Thompson, who I know has been a bit underwhelming defensively, but that started to pick up a bit in the end of that Dallas series, he looked more comfortable on that end. Mm-hmm. And then you have Wiggins. So if you want to talk about how Golden State plans to defend Tatum and Ashore Brown, mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see a lot of bodies, and I'm expecting to give Tatum and Brown different looks to deal with and trying to keep them off balance. So if you have a lot of different options when it comes to who can match up against them that I do think Golden State can have a pretty successful venture trying to keep Tatum and Brown out of a comfort zone. I did have a question uh, for you about Clay Thompson. Um, Obviously he came back, you know, with the, with the two significant injuries and I still feel like up to this point that he was still, you know, getting back into the flow of the game do you do you do you see do you think that he's getting stronger as his playoffs have kind of progressed along, or do you think that he may be running out of gas a little bit? For me, I personally think that he's getting stronger okay. from what I can tell. Yeah. It's really not a situation where, when it comes to to guessing who, who is getting stronger or weaker, it's a little bit tougher with players that don't really have the ball in their hands that often mm-hmm. because you can't really tell if Clay's being more aggressive off the dribble or anything because he really doesn't dribble that much. Right. So the only thing that I can really judge it by is just how comfortable he is and how fluid his shot is looking in comparison to what it was earlier in this past season. Mm -hmm. But you're going down the line when it comes to his playoff numbers. He played really well against Denver, shot about 49.6% from the floor, 42.8% from three, averaged about 22.5 points. Then he faced off against Memphis, and his shot dipped to around 42.2%, 36.8% from three. And then you had the start of the Maverick series where his three-point shot was pretty awful, mm-hmm. and the overall numbers were okay. But then you looked at what happened in game five, and he took 25 shots, 
Yeah. So I do appreciate the aggressiveness. He went eight of 16 from three, which is clearly a sign that he was feeling it because he took 16 three pointers. Yeah. And he had 32 points. So I do believe he's getting stronger. Okay. The main area that I was able to notice that was defensively because in the first couple of series, he really did not look that great right. on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because Dallas doesn't have many quality scores off the dribble right. besides Luca and besides Brunson, Brunson and a little bit of Dimwitty in there. Yeah. But I do think Clay Thompson has gotten better as the season has progressed. Okay. The shooting numbers in the playoffs, though, have really not been that bad. He just had a pretty mediocre series against Memphis. But the other two series, he was very good. So yeah. I feel like he's getting stronger, mostly because of his confidence on a consistent basis and how he has looked on the defensive end. Okay. You? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that um, he, he looked a lot better as this this playoffs have progressed. And I know the matchups are like, like we talked about with Denver and Memphis and Dallas, the matchups are completely different because they're different teams. But um, I felt like I hundred percent agree with you, what you said about how his shot looked um, didn't look like the clay shot that we've seen in the past when he kind of got back. And now it's starting to look like the clay uh, jump shot that we've seen when, you know, pre injuries of the torn ACL and the Achilles. So I think that's uh, a good trend for uh, clay Thompson here, but um Scott, let's dive into our player props for game one of the NBA finals. Uh, I'll give you the floor first here. What's your first player prop for tonight? So for the first one, I'm going to go with Boston Celtics power forward Al Horford, and I'm going to take him over eight and a half rebounds at around minus 128. He's recorded at least nine rebounds in six of his last eight games. Mm -hmm. So he has been pretty active on the boards. Decent threat for a double-double tonight around plus 200, but Eight and a half rebounds seems a bit short, especially with Golden State's lack of size. Yep. And if you want to talk about the importance that he has on the Celtics team, he's played a bunch of minutes because he's played at least 33 minutes in each of the last 13 games. So he should be on the court a lot. Both these teams have been very good with their defense at forcing opposition into questionable shots. So I do think you will see a pretty ugly offensive game, not to mention the fact you've had a layoff for a couple of days, which might make the game extra ugly early on, but eight and a half rebounds for a guy who is really a threat to go for at least 10, maybe even 12 in this game, mm-hmm. and who should have a pretty good matchup against the opposition. I do think Horford's in a good spot. Give me the over eight and a half rebounds. Yeah, I think this was, and this kind of leads into mine, which is also with Hal, or Al Horford, and you mentioned it, that I'm going to take a swing at his double-double here tonight at plus 200. Um, you know, they... He, he only played in one matchup this season against the uh, Golden State Warriors, 32 minutes, six rebounds, sorry, six points, five rebounds. I'm not going to take much away from that, but it's what have you done for me recently? And like you highlighted, he, he's a guy that can go out there and get you 10 rebounds easily. And, and the one concern that I do have is about the offensive side where he's kind of been inconsistent for the uh, Boston Celtics. But I think this might be a series where he's able to get some easy looks around the basket we know he can knock down the three-point shot, even gets the attempts, right? Going back to the Miami series, he had 3.8 attempts from three-point land. He shot it at 54.4% um, against Milwaukee. He had five attempts. Uh, the shooting percentage was uh, around 28%. But And even against the Brooklyn Nets, where he averaged 3.8 attempts per game, where he was hitting 65% of those shots. But 
And he also has that ability to hit those mid-range jump shots as well. So at two to one, I think that, again, if he does get a double-double tonight, we're only going to see those odds get worse for Al Horford. You highlighted that you like the rebounds, that he should at least get 10 here tonight. And I think he can get 10 points here tonight as well. So for my first player problem, going uh, double-double for Al Horford at two to one. Yeah, I, I can't really argue it. The question for me is going to be the points. Yeah. I think the rebounds are in a good spot. Mm-hmm. I guess it also depends on how many minutes Robert Williams is going to play. That's a big question, right? But I feel like even if Williams plays, mm-hmm. you think Golden State's, I'd say, philosophy offensively because of his rim protection is to run as much off-ball action as possible to drag Robert Williams away from the paint. That's what I would do. Yeah, hundred percent. You you have to make him run around, right? Because he is on that bad knee. Um, and, and again, as we kind of progress through the series, we kind of saw it against Miami, where it just got worse and worse for Robert Williams, where his numbers or his minutes play were actually starting to do curious because maybe that knee injury was flaring up. I know there are more days off between uh, games, especially in the NBA playoffs. But again, I think that if if Warriors are smart, and they probably will. Bring him off the prick and roll, make him defend, make him run around a little bit, make him cut, um, and really try to expose his uh, uh, injury there or lack of mobility, I guess I should say, not expose his injury. But uh, that's going to be interesting. I think that's one thing I'm going to be looking out here for tonight uh, in game one. Um, All right, so we both like Al Horford tonight. Uh, Let's get to player prop number two, Scott. What do you got? So for this one, I'm going to go with Boston Celtics guard Jalen Brown. And I'm going to take him over two and a half turnovers at minus 125. Mm-hmm. He's really been a turnover machine for the last couple of games. He's recorded yeah. at least four turnovers in four of the last five games. He plays a bunch of minutes. We already know that because he's the second best player on the team. But Golden State ranks eighth in opponent turnovers per game. And they might be getting Gary Payton the second, Otto Porter, and Iguodala back. Mm-hmm. And even though all of those guys individually might not be able to stop Jalen Brown, even though, of course, with Oladipo's active hands against him, I think Gary Payton II should do very well being matched up against Jalen Brown, forcing him to turnovers. It still gives him a lot of different looks from quality wing defenders. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if Golden State's game plan is going to be to throw everybody at Tatum mm-hmm. or let Tatum get his thing and let the quality wing defenders focus on limiting Jalen Brown. I'm curious what the philosophy is going to be. We'll see. Yeah. It might take the Luca philosophy. We'll let Tatum go for 30, stop everybody else, and we'll win. So I think you might see Brown being put in a couple of different matchups. Of course, he still might go for 20, but the question is how efficient can he be? And if you want to look at the regular season, two meetings, and he averaged 3.5 turnovers per game. So Golden State did a great job of making him turnover prone anyway. Yeah. And he's had four plus in for the last five games, two and a half at minus 125 seems a bit too low to me. I'm going to go with the over. And you also have to wonder if the Celtics as a whole will be a bit sloppy with the ball because this is the first NBA finals for basically the entire team. Yeah. So I am wondering if nerves will play a factor for some early turnovers. If Jalen Brown's going to struggle against some of these defensive matchups that the Warriors have in terms of wing options and the fact that it's, been an issue with his handle. His handle's been an issue for the last couple of games. Yeah. Give me the over two and a half. Yeah, I think the key for him, and I think we've seen this, I guess, throughout his career, and even in the playoffs, is that just make him make him dribble the basketball. Yeah. 
pretty much. Yeah, he'll turn it over. Um, and I think that's something that he's going to work on on his game going forward. But at least, at least for this NBA playoff, sorry, the NBA Finals, um, I think you have to make them, you know, dribble the ball. Uh, and I think, like you said, they have the wing defenders. We talked about at the top of the show, um, you know, with Otto Porter, Gary Payton, Andre Iguodala. They can throw. They have guys that they can throw at both Jalen Brown and Jason Tim to kind of get them off their rhythm um, and just give them a different look. But I think going to your Jalen Brown point, I like the turnover prop here. Uh, like you mentioned, he got over, he went over this number in two out of three games uh, in the post, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, two games. Uh, he had five in one during the regular season, but again, he's been really turnover prone here in the playoffs as well. So uh, I like that play as well. Um for my second player prop, I'm going to go with uh, Steph Curry. I'm going to go assist and rebounds combined uh, over 10 and a half here for Curry. Uh, this number is a little juiced at minus 135, uh, but definitely shop around for it for sure. But um, Curry, you know, going back to the last series, he had a great rebounding series. And I, go in, I know that's because the Dallas Mavericks, we don't have a true rebounding um, big man, but I think that the opportunities for especially the assists are going to be there for Steph Curry in this series as well. And I think at 10 and a half, it's a little conservative number We've kind of go back and look at what he did against the Dallas Mavericks assist wise. He had nine, eight, 11, five, and four. And then the rebounds were there for him as well. And he went over 10 and a half in all five of those games against the Dallas Mavericks. We go back to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies series. He went over 10 and a half. And I believe at least three out of the six games, um, and again, I'm curious to see what the Boston Celtics do uh, against Steph Curry defense wise. They're they going to make him, you know, try to shut him down or let him get his and shut down everybody else, like we've discussed. Or is it going to be, hey, go out, Steph Curry? We're going to shut everybody else down and see what happens. But he's very, he's been very consistent about getting his assist throughout the playoffs. He averaged five point four against the uh, Denver Nuggets. He had 5.8 against the Memphis Grizzlies and then 7.4 against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and he also, he's been getting the rebounds as well. Going back to the Memphis series, he almost averaged five per game. And then against Dallas, he had 6.6. So at 10 and a half, I think this number is a little conservative for Steph Curry here in game one. So I'm going to take over 10 and a half assistant rebounds combined for him, Scott. Well, plus he was also a very underrated rebounder in that Dallas series. And a Dallas yeah. has less size than Boston, mm -hmm. but Curry has seemed to embrace a bit extra responsibility when it comes to securing a couple of rebounds per game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at Boston potentially being extra careful with Curry and leaving some other guys open, we'll see if he can pad his assist numbers, but the rebounds might also help because yeah. he has been a solid rebounder throughout the playoffs. Yep. And you can get down on all these player props over at WinBet. Let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor. A lot of great stuff happening over on WinBet. Make sure to get on Win, Win's Bet $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Also, a new promotion that they have going on till July 31st is if you bet $500 on any sports or in the casino from uh, now till July 31st, 2022, you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. If a patron wagers $1,000 on sports, they are eligible for two entries into the prize draw. Like I said, there's so much happening to choose uh, happening on Win 
and WinBet on their app. And there's so much to choose from. So all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offers up to change. Terms and conditions apply at winbed.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And SGPN is giving away $500 in the NBA Finals prop contest. It goes, uh, it'll close right before game one. So make sure to get in, but it's exclusively only on the SGPN app. It's free to enter. And all you got to do is download the SGPN app. Hit the contest tab to get your entry in today. Again, that is going to close before game one. And let me tell you also, guys, about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players. You like and pick the over-under, for example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks for with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your mobile device, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit, your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, it's got two in the bag uh, for both of us for game one of the NBA Finals for our player props. Let's get over to player prop number three. What do you got for us? So for this one, I knew which player I wanted. I was kind of torn between which prop I wanted. So I'll just throw both out. I'm looking at either Marcus Smart under two and a half turnovers at minus 135 or over two and a half three-pointers at plus 110. And I'll lay out a case for both. I guess my third play would be the turnovers, but the three-pointers, I'll be honest, he has not been very efficient, mm-hmm. but he's taking a ton of them. Yep. So the volume alone might make that play worth it. I'll start off with the turnovers. He has had less than three turnovers in six of his last seven games. So even though Marcus Smart's very active mm-hmm. offensively, probably more than he should be, it mostly is because he won't stop shooting the ball. So <laughs> if you're looking at a lot of <laughs> shot attempts, then he's not really going to put the ball on the floor as much as you think. Yeah. But if you look at his matchups against Golden State this season, he had three in one of them, and then he had zero in the other one. So he only averaged 1.5 turnovers per game mm-hmm. in the regular season against Golden State. I think this number seems a bit high. I understand that he's technically the point guard, but in reality, Tatum and Brown always have the ball in their hands late in possessions, while Smart just plays the spot-up role. And I expect that to be the case once again. As for the three-pointers, once again, Marcus Smart has really not been very efficient at shooting threes, but he's attempted at least nine three-pointers in four of the last seven games, which is absurd, by the way, because there's no way Marcus Smart should be taking nine threes per game. But based on volume and based on how I expect Jalen Brown to struggle with the amount of on-ball pressure Golden State should use 
you might see Smart get a couple of shot clock bailout jump shots, which might not go in, but there's a lot of volume there. Plus 110 is pretty appealing. I think my preferred play for the third one is going to be the turnover, so I'll take the under two and a half, okay. just because I expect Tatum and Brown to have the ball in their hands a lot more than Smart. But I am intrigued by that three-point number of two and a half at plus money for a guy who's had at least nine attempts in four of the last seven. Yeah, Marcus Smart, he's always a wild card, right? I guess it's, yep. uh, for a lack of better words. Um, you know, he had a couple of good games, I guess we can say, against uh, Miami. Um, yeah, I know he had two games where he scored 24 points, but that was on 22 shots as well. They're also um, front-loaded because he was really atrocious down the stretch of both those games. Yeah. And I mean, he had games where he's four of 15, one of five, but you're right about the turnovers, man. He only, he only went over two and a half, just once against Miami and Miami. We know it's an excellent defensive team. Like they like to get their hands in the passing lanes and, and make life difficult for you. You know, we talked about it all season long during the regular season on the NBA gambling podcast is that Miami was one of the best defenses, if not the best team against the point guard position where they really turn the, make you turn the ball over and limit your point scoring. So um, for smart, I, I think that no pun intended, but he's gonna have to be smart with the ball here in this series against uh, the Golden State Warriors, uh, who are again finished, I think, number two in defensive efficiency right behind this Boston team. So um, the numbers are really backing it up on the turnover props. Um, I don't hate that. Again, I think that you know the adjustments were gonna come um, later in the series. I think, and if we kind of take a look at the numbers like you already mentioned about his turnovers he, he's been really good protecting the basketball for the uh for the uh boston celtics and again another point i do like that you made is that jalen brown and uh jason tatum should have the ball in their hands in late game situations uh down the stretch if it is you know getting at the clutch time and if it's a close game so um and again there's where a lot of turnovers do come into fruition but uh, two guys, if you kind of go down their game log, it's been Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown turning the ball over. Marcus Smart, not so much. Um, so I do like that. All right. Um, do you have any thoughts on the threes? Oh, yeah, the threes. One, one, once again, I understand why it's plus money because mm-hmm. he's been so in, he's just been awful when it comes yeah. to efficiency. Mm-hmm. But at some point, if I told you you're getting a guy who, let's say, is shooting in the low 30s for percent, but he's going to take seven threes. Would you like over two and a half at plus money? Because I'm assuming he's going to attempt about seven threes. Yeah. And if you take a look at the pure averages um, throughout the postseason, he had eight attempts against the Brooklyn Nets. It took a little mm-hmm. dip against the Milwaukee uh, Bucks at 5.5, but he did have, I think, no, two, two games where he did go over two and a half. Even 5.5. Like, you can have a decent shooting night and you're yeah. still getting enough volume where if you make 50%, you're still going over. Yeah. And also, I think the one key is going to be that he's going to get the open looks, right? Because so much of the attention is going to be on slowing down Jason Tatum and slowing down Jalen Brown that it's just a matter of him knocking down. I'm not worried about him getting attempts. We know he's going to f- yeah. he's gonna get the attempts. It's just, just him knocking them down. And I think that, you know, at least in game one, uh, he has a good chance of, 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 you know, getting over this number. You said it was that plus money too, right? Plus 110. Yeah. I, I was like, just the plus money threw me for a loop because I figured based sure. on volume alone, yeah. it would be minus 110, minus 115. Yeah, I would think so too because, again, like you mentioned, because he has been struggling at least making uh, three-point shots uh, 
dating back to, I guess you could say over the last, uh, let's see, six, six games of his. Um, I know he missed a couple games there against the uh, Miami Heat, but you know, hopefully some days off here that he's able to uh, get some rest and knock down some three-point shots here, at least in game yeah, one. Plus, I'm, I'm trying to figure out or assume what Golden State is willing to sacrifice because mm-hmm. we know defenses can't stop everything, especially in today's NBA. So if you have to pick and choose what you are willing to give up, I'm assuming a bunch of Marcus Smart three-point shooters is – pretty low on the priority list when it comes to eliminating. I think Golden State wants Marcus Smart to shoot probably nine three-pointers. Yeah, I was just going to say that they probably want him to shoot, uh, get those shots up and and really try to contain um, Jason Tatum. And like I said, you know, he's going to get the open shot. So I think that's something else that we're going to have to keep an eye on uh, for this uh, for this NBA uh, finals. Um, for my third player prop here, um, this bit of a prop that I have been backing at least those early on uh, in the playoffs, and it took it a couple games um, against the Miami Heat, and that's going to be Jalen Brown's rebounds. Currently, I'm seeing it at six and a half um, on, on one of these books. And if we kind of go back to the regular season matchups or even over his, his last couple of um, career games against the uh, Golden State Warriors, Jalen Brown has had at least seven or more rebounds over his last five career games in the regular season against the uh, Golden State Warriors. And that dates all the way back to 2019. And the, the earlier matchup this season, the two of the matchups, he had nine rebounds and he had seven rebounds against the Golden State Warriors. And even in the playoffs, we kind of go back earlier to games one, two, three, and four, where he had 10, nine, eight, and seven against the Miami Heat in that series. And then he also got over this number in, I think, five out of the seven games against, sorry, four out of the seven games against, no, sorry, five out of the seven games against the Milwaukee uh, Bucks. Um, but again, Jalen Brown, an underrated rebounder, I think. And I, I think that if we're do expecting an ugly game, we probably see some missed shots early in the game where guys are kind of trying to get their jitters in check, um, you know, shake off, shake off the rust that especially the Golden State Warriors have been off for what almost a week plus now. And, and Jalen Brown has been, you know, been able to rebound the basketball for uh, the, for the Boston Celtics. So I'm going to take Jalen Brown over six and a half rebounds here in game one for the Boston Celtics. Scott. Well, plus, you know, he's going to play a bunch of minutes. So yeah. That helps. Yeah. He's averaging what he averaged 39 against the Miami heat 37 against the Milwaukee bucks and 39 also against the Brooklyn nets. Uh, do you have any more player props that you were considering or you want to throw out there before we do get to best bets? Not really. I was trying to think if I wanted any unders with Kavon Looney mm-hmm. based on potential matchups, but I think he has to play. Yeah. Like they don't have any size on the interior. So I actually don't mind some overs for okay. Looney. If you think that he's going to play a bunch of minutes, rebounds, points, I'm not interested because Robert Williams is, is actually a very good defensive center. Mm-hmm. But... Looney's one of those guys who has been mispriced all playoffs long because he's so matchup dependent. Mm -hmm. And even though Boston is not exactly a good matchup for him, Mm -hmm. Golden State needs to play him because they really are going to get killed on the glass if he doesn't play. Right. So I wouldn't mind looking at Looney overs because I do think that he's going to need to play 25 minutes per game in this series. Like, what, What do you think? Because if you don't use him... What are you going to do? You're going to throw B leaks out there. You're going to throw 
Draymond against Horford and Robert Williams, it's not going to be a fun time. No, I agree. I, again, because of the size that the the uh, Boston Celtics do have with Al Horford and Robert Williams, like he's going to have to be out there. And it's not like he's had a terrible playoffs. He's been no. he's been really good for mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. And you know, I'm currently looking at his rebounding. It's at nine and a half, and uh, some of these books do have it at plus money. Uh, for his rebounds over nine and a half at I see I see a, I see a plus one five on one book and then over on win bet I see a minus one twenty five uh, on his rebounding prop at nine and a half so um, yeah he's gonna he's gonna have to play in this series there's no doubt about that um, for Kevon Looney all right before we get over to best bets for game one let me tell you guys about Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing seventy five high quality vitamins. Minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that use the browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we at SGPN use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invincible online. It's that simple. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% in savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, Scott, let's get into best bets here. I'll give you the floor first. Best bet for your player props for the NBA Finals game one tonight. What do you got? So I was torn between Horford rebounds and Jalen Brown turnovers. I'm going to go with Jalen Brown turnovers. I just think two and a half is too low. You're looking at what he's done recently when you're having four plus in about four of the last five games and the fact that he averaged 3.5 turnovers against Golden State in the regular season and Golden State's getting a decent amount of their wing defenders back. You really have to think about how many wing defenders Golden State has now because out of those three guys I mentioned – also, Draymond can be switched on to him. You can look at Clay Thompson. You can look at Andrew Wiggins. They have a lot of guys who are good defenders. Mm-hmm. And I do think that Jalen Brown's handle was one of the main takeaways of that Miami series. Yep. And not in a good way. He really was atrocious with his handle the entire mm-hmm. series. And that's been a bit of a noticeable red flag within his game is just the extreme looseness of his handle. And that's not going to fly against Golden State. 
So I'm going with the turnovers over. I think Brown will probably have three or four. But two and a half seems a little bit low, and I'm going to go with the over on that. I like it, man. Again, I think just just make him put the ball on the floor, and uh, I think that he'll get those turnovers for sure. Good luck with that. Once, but a quite a question, uh, by the yeah, way. After yeah. seeing Oladipo rip him on a regular basis in that Miami series, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you'd agree Golden State's going to throw Gary Payton the second on him and just say, have fun. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to say. Like, are you matching up your – you're probably going to put Andrew Wiggins on uh, Jason Tatum, right? If I had to guess, it depends how healthy Clay is feeling as well or how sharp he looks. But for the okay. most part, I'm assuming Wiggins will be matched up on Tatum for most of it. Yeah. And I expect them to really rotate on Brown because from what I've seen from Golden State, they are willing to let the star player on any given team go off, mm-hmm. but they take pride in shutting down the supporting cast. At least that's the defensive identity I've seen from Golden State throughout these playoffs. Yeah, I mean, either way, I think that, you know, they again, we talked about how they do have the defenders um, on this Golden State Warriors team. And we talked about how, they're getting their guys like Porter, Gary Payton, Andre Iguodala back so they can throw different looks at them. And I think that's really what's going to, you know, throw Jalen Brown off here. I think that he will have the turnovers in this game, uh, in game one um, against the Golden State Warriors. Do you, do you think Payton's going to guard him? I don't know how many minutes he's going to play, which is a yeah. separate story. But I mean, it, it's not a leg injury for him. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, it, it was an elbow. I mean, I'm, we're not professional athletes and we don't know what the pain tolerance is about, you know, a fractured elbow and things like that. But if it was a, a ankle injury or a knee injury, I would be concerned then. But I mean, his legs have been healthy. It's I think that it will probably be because of his size, like Gary Payton would be on Jalen Brown. Um, and then probably I would go Andrew Wiggins on uh, Jason Tatum. Rotating then, with Clay potentially. Yeah. And then probably Draymond is what matched up on Al Horford. Yeah. Or of course, with pick and rolls, I'm sure at some point he'll be matched up on Tatum. Yeah. Maybe late in games if you know Tatum's going to ISO it anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's no threat to pass the ball, which has been a bit of an issue for Boston's offense lately. Yeah. Is how predictable it is. Right. But the point is, you have a lot of different looks on Tatum, but I think it's mostly going to be Wiggins mixed with Clay. So probably mostly two guys. I think Brown's going to get the whole house sent at him, especially with his inconsistent handle. Yeah. Golden State's been taking notes. Like they, they finished their series early. They saw his struggles with his handle. And I expect Golden State to have a nice defensive game plan in place, which will force Brown into some uncomfortable spots with him putting the ball on the floor. Yeah. I like it. Uh, my best bet, I'm going to go with uh, Steph Curry, assist and rebounds. Over 10 and a half again, I think this number is a little conservative for um, Steph Curry. We talked about how he's been able to rack up the assist against the, uh, I mean, sorry, all throughout the playoffs uh, for the Golden State Warriors. He's an underrated rebounder like we talked about, and he's been getting the assist as well. So I think that this is going to be an opportunity where, you know, at least in game one that he's been able, he will be able to get over this number of 10 and a half. I think it's really conservative especially with the results that he's had uh, all throughout the playoffs against Denver, against uh, Memphis, especially against Dallas. So um, I'll take uh, Steph Curry over 10 and a half assists and rebounds for game one as my best bet. Um, that's going to do it for the prop cast for the uh, player props edition of the NBA finals for game one. Scott, do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, my man? Not really. Just looking for a competitive game. 
I like the under. I think it's going to be a hideous game. Okay. Both teams haven't played in several days. Golden State in about a week and a half. I think you're going to see some pretty ugly offense in this game. So, yeah, I think it'll be a close series. But once again, I'm, I'm just sweating out a Golden State 43-1 to one ticket. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I uh, know we talked about that. We have some futures that we are uh, do have pending. Um, I'm currently seeing the total all the way up to 214 now as of the, within this hour. It seems a movement. Does that seem a bit high to you? I actually got this at 211 earlier this week. Um, I the under that, or the over? I took the over. Okay. Um, I, I feel like at least games one and two, we'll see a more free-flowing kind of feel it to each other out. I understand the rust aspect yeah. of it. Uh, at least in the first half, but I, I think that the scoring may pick up um, late in the second quarter and then into the second half. But then I think the defensive adjustments will probably come after game three, where we start seeing some unders because again, let's keep in mind, both of these teams I think finished number one and number two or were top yeah. four, no doubt in defensive efficiency. And that's really carried over for them uh, into the NBA playoffs as well. So it's going to be a great chess match uh, between these two squads. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. All right, that's going to do it for the PropCast. Uh, we will be back uh, sometime uh, next week. I know there's a big gap between the NBA Finals uh, games. I know that we have Thursday night and then it doesn't go off till Sunday. So if the player props do drop uh, on thir- or sorry, on Friday for the Sunday games, we'll, we'll probably grind out a uh, player props edition for game two between myself and Will. Uh, do you prefer do all- Saturday games, by the way, or Sunday games? Uh, Sunday night. I, I, I'm good with that because again, there's nothing else going on. Like baseball is during the day on Sundays. Uh, you probably have hockey. That's probably going to be on, on Sunday night as well. Right. Well, there's hockey on every night because you have the Rangers yeah. lightning series, and then you have the Oilers avalanche series and they're just alternating days. Yeah. So I prefer Sundays. I think I'm good with Sundays. Um, Saturday night. I don't know. A lot of people go out and stuff, but I know us like uh, betters and stuff. will usually out. You mean outside? Like out? Yeah. What's that? Outside? I don't know. <laughs> I have apps. Why would I have to go to the? Why would I have to go to the sports book? Come on. Um, but yeah, hopefully those player props drop before Friday, um, and then we could grind out another yeah. player props edition for you. Sorry guys. to interrupt your recap. No, no, no. Thing. You're talking about uh, what you do with Will. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, with Will. Um, like I said, if the props do drop on Friday, me and Will will be back for game two for the player props um, for that game. All right, good luck with your bets uh, tonight. Make sure to get into that props contest, guys. It's going to close before game one, so there's still plenty of time for you guys to get into that prop contest. It's exclusively on the SGPN app. Uh, 15 questions, uh, winner takes uh, $500, so it's free to get in there, but again, only on the SGPN app. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.